News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner. Republican Steve Scalise is facing a fight to become House Speaker that could drag on for days or even weeks, and that would in turn delay a U.S. response to fiscal deadlines and have an impact on the war in the Mideast. On Wednesday, Scalise claimed the GOP nomination for Speaker by the narrowest of majorities. It's not yet clear when a floor vote will be held. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Israel to demonstrate U.S. support for Israel, and at the same time, there is now mounting evidence that the Israeli government is preparing for a major ground assault into Gaza. Earlier today, we heard from former U.S. Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. He was saying the economic impact of the war may not be large if the fighting does not spread. Here is Summers speaking earlier to Bloomberg. There may be some positive impact on the price of oil. There may be some tendency to move to safe havens like uh, U.S. uh, bonds. But I think the effects will not be large as long as this conflict stays contained. That is former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. Now, the current Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was saying the Biden administration has not ruled out new sanctions against Iran in retaliation to the renewed conflict in the Mideast. But she said no decisions have been made. Yellen was speaking to reporters at the annual meeting for the IMF and the World Bank. We have not in any way relaxed Um, our sanctions on Iranian oil, and we we have sanctions on Hamas, on Hezbollah. Um, This is something we have been constantly looking at um, and using um, information that comes available to tighten sanctions. We will continue to do that. That's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Minutes from the last Fed meeting show some agreement on keeping policy restrictive for some time. Officials also saying the risk in achieving the committee's goals have become more two-sided, more balanced. And there was a flurry of Fed speak. Taking together, the comments suggest the Fed is sensing we are either at or near peak interest rates. Policymakers will be cautious about tightening further, and that will make tomorrow's report on consumer prices critical. Bloomberg's Michael McKee has a preview. Wednesday's unexpected rise in the September producer price index hasn't changed forecasts for consumer prices. Analysts still see the index up at only half the pace of August as gasoline prices remained relatively steady during the month, even as oil prices rose. And while goods prices rose faster than services in the PPI, investors and Fed officials will focus on CPI services. Services minus housing costs have contributed much of the inflation pressure over the past year, and the expectation is that should continue to ease. Over the past two weeks, a number of policymakers have suggested they're inclined not to raise rates November 1st, and expected CPI could ratify that, while an upside surprise may push market rates up in expectation those Fed officials will change their minds. That is Bloomberg's Michael McKee. Ford Motors' pickup truck factory is the latest strike target for the United Auto Workers. Today, in a social media post, the union announced a walkout by 8,700 workers at Ford's Kentucky truck plant. It's one of the largest vehicle factories in the world. It generates $25 billion a year in revenue. Ford called the union's decision grossly irresponsible. The largest banks in the U.S. are now grappling with growth and bad loans. The story from Bloomberg's Tracy Junkie. 
Rising interest rates and the popularity of buy-now-pay-later services are leaving more U.S. borrowers in a bind. So the big banks reporting third-quarter earnings over the next few days are expected to report the most charge-offs for bad loans since the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. Data compiled by Bloomberg indicate we're talking about a combined $5.3 billion worth at four banks, J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, and Bank of America. That's Bloomberg's Tracy Johnson. And that is news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner, and this is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.